Welcome to Business Influencers with TellRadio.org. We are a pleasure to be here for you again today this week. We hope everyone's having a wonderful week. It's been great weather here in the greater New York City area, and we hope the same for you. If you are new to Business Influencers, you found us here at either the Touch of Life Foundation or TellRadio.org. But we also encourage you to check us out also on YouTube and Spotify as well. Again, Business Influencers is dedicated to bringing in subject matter experts and people from real experience, sharing their words of wisdoms and insights to take your personal success, whatever that means to you and your business, to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together alumni from all different generational types, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and perhaps meet new people for the first time. It takes all the noise out of social media, so no more notifications and people trying to ping you. This is a way that you can come in and your time in a genuine, authentic way to share content and connect on your terms. This is also an affinity program for members where you could tap into a wide array of different services that are not available to the average consumer. So feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about building belief in possibility. Yes, belief, building belief in possibility. And uh, our guest today is going to be uh, Michael Lumen. And before I introduce Michael, I want to give a little, a little statement for Michael that I thought was really, really great here, and I think will resonate with everyone. So Michael's going to have a powerful story he's going to share, but before I introduce him, here's a little statement. I healed instantly. I've experienced it. I know it's possible. I've always believed, but now I know. Because I instantly healed myself, surgery, recovery, rehab, divorce, in a moment of no more options, everything changed instantly, healed, harmony, balance, perfection. In that moment, I saw all possibilities. It was amazing. Even more amazing, I was able to focus my attention on others, and they healed instantly. If this is possible, what else is possible? I know it's hard to believe. If I didn't experience it, if I didn't see it happen every day, I might not have believed it, but I have helped many people from around the world. It is no longer matters what someone has because the next moment they could have something totally different. I do not heal anyone. I provide the space or the knowing so they can heal themselves. We are already healed. We get to choose how perfected we live. You know, what it, before I introduce Michael, this is one of the most powerful statements I've ever had to deliver as a radio show host. I've been doing this for five years now. And for an introduction to do this really sets the stage in a profound way. And without further ado, we welcome Michael Lumen to the show. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Great. Well, I love uh, what you have to bring today. I mean, you have a powerful backstory and you know, building belief in possibility. And, you know, everything is, a you know, you can imagine the possibilities when we can truly believe in, in what our capabilities are and we can trust the process. Michael, if you could just share a little bit about your story to kind of, you know, maybe set the stage of what you're going to talk about today here on Business yeah. Influencers about building belief in possibility. Awesome. So in, in 2015, 
I, I had a back surgery. I'd been in pain for two and a half years just to finally get to the point to where I could have the surgery. I re-herniated the same disc three weeks later. I found out that not only did I re-herniate that same disc, but I also had bilateral impingements and torn labrums in both hips. Uh, I was going through a divorce and the lowest of moments, I felt as if I was out of options. I took a trip out of town. I hiked up to the Deschutes River, it's in Oregon. I put all my pain in a rock and I threw the rock in the river and I had an instant healing experience. Like one moment I had all these things, the next moment I didn't. Like one moment I couldn't walk upright, the next moment I was walking normal. One moment my pain level was a 10, the next moment I didn't have pain. The day before I tried to take my kids paddleboarding and I couldn't even stand up on a paddleboard. I drove back to Portland and I paddleboarded across the Columbia River. So I knew that something had shifted. But what really happened in that moment was the rock allowed me to let the pain go and to have the greatest of experiences. But the, the moment I let go of the rock was the moment I realized that the pain didn't go into the rock. So just kind of what you said in that introduction, like I realized I was already perfected. Like it's already happened. I just wasn't living perfectly because of everything that had happened up to that point. So up to that point, I'd have seven right knee surgeries, two left knee surgeries, two broken ankles, a torn quad, two torn hamstrings, all this stuff. The, the doctors would say that it was because of sports. Right? But in about 2012, after my sixth knee surgery, I started thinking, well, this can't just be sports because there's plenty of people that play sports. There's plenty of people that have played more sports than me that don't have the same, same injuries. So I started to realize that there was more of let's say, an energy component to all of this. And I also addicted to drugs for 10 years. I injured my knee my first playing basketball. I broke my kneecap, felt as if my life was over started to make some poor choices to drink, and it just continued. Um, the disharmony from my choices put me in a position to injure my knee the next year and the next year. So pretty soon, my dream of going to college and playing sports was no longer available to me. I did go to college for half the soccer season, but I was already making such poor choices that I ended up getting myself kicked off the soccer team. But the moment before my healing experience, when I looked back, I saw all the things in my life I wanted to change. The next moment, I didn't want to change anything. Because in that moment, not only did things change physically, but I had a change of heart or a shift in perspective. Because what I saw prevented me from my purpose all of a sudden became my purpose. Like Everything that happened had to happen that way for me to have the greatest of experiences. But moving forward, I realized that I could use my example as a possibility for people of what they're capable of as well. So it gave purpose to my experiences. But like my past didn't limit, limit me. from It actually gave me an advantage. Yeah. Talk about that. How, like somebody listening to that, they've had maybe trauma or injuries or setbacks and how you can kind of look at that now in a different way that it actually served you rather than yeah. worked against you. Well, so 
we are so stuck in cause and effect that we think that because one thing has happened, that the next thing has to happen after that. Mm. Right? When really we can cause an effect. Like just like some people think that failure is opposite of success. Yeah. But if you talk to anybody that has success, they will explain that all the failures are what got them there. Yeah. Not that prevented them from getting there. Exactly. So anytime we're able to let go of everything that has happened, we put ourselves in a position to have a greater experience. Yeah. Right. Usually we are unhealthy because of everything that we've held on to. And I'm not just like healing is a great way to show people what's possible, but healing is just one thing that happens when we get out of our heads and into our hearts. Like healing happens in the heart. We can't think ourselves better. We just have to be better. Right. Sometimes we don't think that we can be better because of everything that has happened. So after my, my healing experience, I found I could focus my intention on others and they've been able to heal instantly as well. But really what's happening is I'm getting out of my head and into my heart and providing the space for them to have a second chance or a miracle. So if somebody says I can't walk up and down the stairs, all I need to do is show them that they can do it. Most of the time when they then do that, then they know that they can continue to do it. And then they keep continuing to do it moving forward. Wow, that's powerful. Like I said, I mean, a lot of times we got to get into our hearts before we can allow our minds to direct because our minds can work against us or they can work for us. Would that be safe to say? I would say yes. And we can't think ourselves into our heart. We just have to get in our heart. Like if the head is a circle and the heart is a circle, they never quite touch. It takes that one moment of acting in faith to get out of our heads and into our hearts. It's much easier when somebody else is participating in our experience because they're already in their heart. Like if I'm helping somebody, I'm out of my head and into my heart and just encouraging that person to take that. Time isn't a constant. Like each moment is its own moment to be whatever we create it to be. And we create the moments over and over and over again. Most people create out of the past and then just assume that they know how it has to be. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of so that people it, they base that they because of fear, they just assume and speculate that a different situation, same result. Right. So the heart is the opposite of the fear. Or if somebody doesn't think that they can do any better, me getting out of my head and in my heart shows them that they can. Mm. Or it transmutes the fear into love. Yeah, and, and then we say that love is the I guess the highest vibrational energy would that what I heard. So that that would be safe to say that I could see that being the case and coming from the heart. Right. And I would say unconditional love because love is not the, I mean, unconditional love is, yeah. is a little bit different than, than love. like we love our kids, but when they get hurt, we still want to participate in their pain. Yeah. And then there's two people suffering. Yeah. Unconditional love is holding that space, knowing that they're going to be okay knowing they're going to be okay. It's just a bump in the road and, you know, yeah. it's a, or that challenge or obstacle is setting them up for even something better. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, right after my healing experience, the world was all of a sudden a different place. Like I saw everything differently. Like, I think I told you this yesterday when we were talking, like I was able to charge my cell phone in my hand, bend a spoon, do all this stuff that 
I thought was crazy, but it's really not crazy once you start to grasp the possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because everything is being created every moment over and over again, right? My seven knee surgeries were more of a result of me thinking that was my only option than anything else. Because once I've had one knee surgery, then two knee surgeries, anytime my knee started to hurt, I thought that was the only option. But I didn't quite realize that anytime I wanted to let that old story go, or those old experiences go, that I could have a greater experience. Yeah. Right? It's been a little bit harder with my knee, let's say, than my back and my hips, because I blame my knee for everything that happened in my life. I blame my knee for being addicted to drugs. I blame my knee for not going to college and playing sports. I blame my knee for pretty much everything, right? So it's a little bit harder to let go of that. And like three years ago, I went and ran a half marathon without training just because I knew that I could do it. Then I chose to start running. And then it was a little bit more difficult to work through some of that stuff because I then wanted to do it and not just knew that I could do it. Big difference. Yeah. There is a big difference. Yeah. Can, can, you, can, you, can you distinguish that? I love what you said because that, that you knew you could do it, which means I will do it versus I want to do it. But whereas when you knew you would do it, you said, I could, at least from my perception, I can control what I can here. And there's a lot of things I can't control, but I have faith that I know it's going to work out versus I want means that I'm putting more of my, my energy and focus into what I can't control. Yeah rather than what I can. Well, and once we know something, we stop thinking about it. Yeah. If you don't know, you're going to sit and stress about running before you even have even done it. No different than if you could take one step, you should be able to take 20,000 steps. If you can run 100 yards, you should be able to run 10,000 yards. It shouldn't matter. But we start stacking time on time on time on time. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, look how far I've gone. If you could let go of the last step, each step would be its own step. When in reality, that's how reality, each step is its own step. Each moment is its own moment. Right? But somebody that had a migraine yesterday morning puts themselves in a position to have it this morning. And as soon as they have it this morning, they're going to assume it's the same one they had yesterday morning. Or if you have pain the last moment, you're going to assume the next moment you're going to have pain. And when you've had pain for moment on moment on moments, it's pretty easy then to assume that that's just what's going to happen the next moment. Yeah. But that's what I was saying. The difference in cause and effect and causing an effect is cause and effect. You're pretty much stuck and you're a victim in the past. Because if one thing has happened and another thing has happened, then you assume that's going to be the next thing. And our minds are fairly lazy. Once they think that they know something, it's not going to analyze it again. It's just going to assume that that's what it is. Yeah. Just like if you're driving down the road and you see green out of the side and there's a bunch of fir trees usually there, you're just going to assume it's a fir tree. Yeah. Yeah, it makes so total sense. I love what you're sharing there because I could correlate this to so many things in your per, per, somebody's personal journey in a business in in anything relationship of personal business anything you know it could all these principles are so relatable to all these areas i mean it's all really the same thing right it's like there's no difference between let's say somebody with cancer and somebody with chronic pain 
the only difference is, is the perception of what it is. Right? I've, I mean, I've helped hundreds of people. Chronic pain is one of the easiest things because there's really no reason for it. And if there's really no reason for it, it's easier to show the person that they don't need to have it. And really, the person doesn't necessarily have anything. They're just experiencing something that's less than what they're capable of mm. or less than what's possible. Because right? I believe everybody's already perfected. We just haven't been living perfectly. So we tend to assume that that's all we can do. Yeah. Well, like you said, instead of just you know knowing you know, you're, you're caught up in wanting because you, because when you want, you're not seeing yourself as perfected. You're seeing yeah. yourself as flawed versus knowing yeah. you're perfected, not in an egotistical way, but in a way that you can do things to serve yourself in a healthy way to help others through your example and through your resourcefulness. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you start to know that you're perfected, then at least that gives you some direction on what to work towards. And if anything pops up, that's, Outside of that, you can let that go because you know that that's not necessarily the truth. Yeah. You know, that's fear or doubt or shame or guilt or any of those, like you said, or those lower vibrations that prevent us from having the greatest of experiences. I look at this as more of like second chances than anything else. Yeah. Because if somebody, let's say, says I can't walk up and down the stairs, like that's the limit of their experience at that point. Right. And they've assumed that that's going to be it. Right? As soon as I show them that they can, then that's their second chance to do whatever it is that they choose to do after that. Mm. Right Now, if somebody says, I can't walk up and down the stairs and I show them that they can, not everybody continues to walk up and down the stairs. Some people will sit back down and assume they can't do it again. Yeah, I might have to show them a few times that, no, you actually can do it. And sometimes the longer we've lived in a past experience, the harder it is to get out of it. Mm -hmm. even if we've experienced something different. But the greater the experience in the moment, the easier it is to let go of. Right? Like I had a woman that was in a wheelchair for 11 years that just stood up and walked. The experience in the moment was greater than the 11 years that she missed out on. Yeah. If the person sat back down and said, oh, but I can't believe I missed out on 11 years of my life, they would probably go back to not being able to walk. Yeah, because they're getting caught up in that again. That's uh, great thinking. It's it, it power. I mean, again, you know, knowing and then just, you know, again, be, you know, controlling what you can, letting go what you can't yeah. and knowing that. Yes. And there's always a shift between the believing and knowing. The believing you're still thinking. Once you know, you're no longer thinking. It's like if you have a conversation with somebody that knows everything, they're done thinking. It's really not even a conversation mm -hmm. because regardless of what you say, they already know. They already know, yeah. It's the same as once we know that we're better, then nothing else affects us. Once we know we can do something, all the noise, all the chatter doesn't affect us. Just like if you know you can go run a half marathon, you're not sitting around thinking if you've trained enough, mm. if you've done enough, if you're in good enough shape, if you're going to be able to do it, or the last time you did it, right? But it's the same for everything. It's like, if the experience in the moment is great enough, the past no longer matters. Like the moment before my healing experience, I looked back, I saw all the things I wanted to change. And those things were greater than the present moment. The next moment when I looked back, I didn't want to change anything 
because the experience in the moment was so great that the past no longer mattered. Wow, it's a big, big change. And so you're in the moment and, and I'm a big advocate of being in the moment, you know, changes so many things, you know, by, you know, your clarity, your focus, your decision-making, your ability to take calculated risks, follow through with action is, is so much more powerful in the moment. Yeah. What else can you expand on? Uh, you know, when it comes to this, Michael, like, you know, what you've able to learn in this process and how it has applied in your success in your life, your career, and, you know, or even, you know, how you're helping others to do the same, yeah. you know, in their situations. Well, I, I think the, the greatest thing is to know that no matter what has happened, the next moment you can have something totally different, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of what it is, right? So there were times when I let my past define me, right? So like I said, I was addicted to drugs for 10 years. I spent two years in prison. There were times when I thought I was limited on what I could do because of my past. Right? And there's times when, unfortunately, the past does come back and appears as if it is detrimental to the moment. Yeah. Like you can't get a job because of that, or you can't get a, yeah. a place because of that, or whatever those things are. But really, the past is what allowed me to have the greatest of experiences. Whereas... Right before my healing experience, I thought I was helping people. But really what I was doing was I didn't, wasn't happy with the way my life was going. So I was willing to take on everybody else's stuff. Yeah. Me taking on everybody else's stuff only made me more unhealthy. In that moment, I was willing to let it all go to really now be able to help people. Because now I don't take on people's stuff. I show them that they're more than their stuff. Yeah. Or they can let go of all their stuff and have a greater experience. Wow. Wow. You shared some powerful stuff here. Any, you know, we're getting close to the end of the show, but we still have a few minutes before I like to let people know how to get in contact with you. What would be some of the, what would you recommend based upon your experience and those listening, like you've just maybe related to, they, they feel understood by you. What would be that first step that they take? Well, the first step is to know that there's other possibilities. Yeah. Or they really don't have to know it yet. They really don't have to believe it. They just have to have, I mean, it starts probably with hope and then it transitions rather quickly. Mm. Right. Or it starts with an act of faith, but maybe we should use you as an example. I know you were saying yesterday that your shoulder was giving you trouble. Yeah. Should we focus on your shoulder and see what you notice? Sure. Does it hurt right now? It doesn't hurt right now. Does it hurt when you move it? It hurts. It hurts a little bit when I raise it like that. Look. Okay, so let me focus on it and I'll have you raise it and you can tell me what you notice, okay? All right. All right, now lift it up and see. It's a lot better. I can barely feel. Yeah. I mean, I know it's still kind of there, but it, it's a lot. I'm not feeling the resistance. All right, okay. one more time. All right, now try that. Yeah, a lot better. Wow. Wow. It's best I've been able to do it in a long time. <laughs> Wow. The thing is, you've been able to do it this entire time. Yeah. You were just stuck in the past. Yeah, that's true. And most of the things out there that are recommended to do keep us stuck in the past because they keep us thinking that something's wrong. Yeah, that's powerful. No, I love what you shared. The present moment is uh, where it's at. And just knowing, like you said, 
some really powerful stuff you shared there. You know, we're, we're getting near the end of the show, uh, Michael, and I, you, you shared some powerful stuff from, from the opening statement that you had me read to what you've shared. And I, I would like people to get to know you and reach out to you and to connect, you know, because I'm sure there is a lot of people listening right now live and those that will be listening later on demand, you know, whenever they tap into this episode that are going to really be touched by this. What is the best way people can get in contact with you to connect? Yeah, the best way for people to contact me right now is just through Facebook. Just just my name, Michael Lumen. And you can send me a message on Messenger and I usually respond right away. And just to let everybody know, Michael is spelled M-I-K-A-E-L, not you know the traditional like we think in you know American spelling of M-I-C-H-A-A-L. So I encourage everybody to reach out to Michael. Uh, this is really, really, really important stuff that you could apply in your business your personal life, your well-being, and so on. Any final comment, a final comment you'd like to leave here in the next 30 seconds, Michael, before I conclude our show for today? I mean, I could talk forever. I mean, I, that pretty much, you know, sums it up. I mean, I, I, I focus on a lot of people one-on-one, but I also teach an online class on how to heal yourself and how to kind of do what I do and help others heal. But it, healing is just the the thing that we talk about, but it really translates into anything. Healing is sometimes easier to see than other things, but it really works for anything. I mean, it works in parenting. It works in, you know, like I said, business. It works in anything. Well, Michael, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your, your day to be with us here for Business Influencers. Thank you so much. And again, we encourage everybody to reach out to Michael here on Facebook, get to know him, uh, you know, the problems you're having are just all that you, you've been believing it. You know, it's time to know that you can move on and that things can be in the solution if you choose to be so. So, again, we want to thank everybody uh, for being here. We're going to be back next week. And we highly encourage you to share this show here with your friends, colleagues uh, or business partners. Again, we are committed to bringing subject matter experts around the world, sharing their words of wisdom on insights pertaining to your personal success and your business. Again, we encourage you to follow us here at tellradio.org, as well as our Spotify channel, Apple, and our YouTube channel as well. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week.